Hi, friends. Welcome back to Transform the Now. I'm Dr. Nathan Palai with Dr. Tucker, Tucker Boyle. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing so well, Nate. I'm really happy to be with you this morning. Excited for this conversation. I've been waiting for this one for a long time. Likewise. Um, today, friends, we're going to talk about a concept called achiever mode versus receiver mode. And if you don't know what that is, that's totally okay. We'll, we'll go ahead and explain it to you. But I, I, I'm trying to tell you that this concept has changed my life and my well-being, and I'm really excited to talk about it. So let's jump in. And, and Tucker, why don't you take us through this idea a little bit? Yeah, you bet. Uh, first, I'll share a quick story analogy uh, slash analogy here. So a little while ago, my wife and I were purchasing a electronic scooter, electric scooter for my daughter, Gracie. It was going to be her birthday. We were going to surprise her. And so we found on like the classified ads online, uh, a scooter to go look at. And so we live here in Utah and we went over to this young couple's house and they brought the scooter out and I was like, wow, this is a really nice scooter. And they're, sh they're selling it for a really good price. And so they let me take it on a little test drive. And as I was riding it around, I was like, man, this thing's really nice, but it's really slow. Like, uh, like the top speed was like 13 miles an hour. Well, that, you know, I'm complaining here. It's an electronic scooter, but I was like, come on, we can, we can push this and Gotta get it more quicker speed. than this. That's right. We need the speed. And so as I was riding it around, I was like, I don't know about this. And so I was in this parking lot and I remember I stepped off of it and I just looked at the little screen on this thing. And I'm actually going to show this. For those of you listening, you won't see this, but you can always go to our website, uh, Transform the Now on YouTube, or not our website, but the YouTube channel. And you can watch this podcast there. So if you want to see this, which is, it's not a fancy video, but I want to show you this. Um, so here is the video of this scooter. And really nice scooter. You look at the screen, you turn it on, and it shows this little green S. And that's the normal mode that it was in. As I was, what I just did on the video all I did was double click the button and the green S turned into a red S, which means it entered speed mode. And all of a sudden, this scooter was super fast. And I was like, whoa, this thing is so fun. And I rode, I rode over to the owner that was selling to us. And I was like, did you know that you could double click this button and it would go into this faster mode? And she was like, really? And I was like, yeah, really? And I was like, what have you used this for? She said, I've been riding this to work both ways for like two or three years, like three miles each way in slow mode the whole time. And she just, all she had to do is double click the button that she pushed to turn it on. Same button you pushed to turn on the headlight. All you had to do is double click the button and you would have been flying down the street, having so much more fun, like saving all this time. And she had no idea it was available to her in the scooter she owned. Oh, it, it pains my heart, man. <laughs> I, I know. This sweet girl. I And they're selling it for this price and they still sold it for this price. <laughs> like, <laughs> they do it as it's code. If they knew they had this mode, I don't know if they would have been selling it or if they would have, if they would have, if they would have sold it to us for a lot more or whatever. But uh, yeah, my heart kind of ached for her. 
Now I bring this up, Nate, because I think it's a really good analogy for what we're talking about. Uh, there is a mode available to us as humans that a lot of us go through life without even knowing is available. Um, to be honest, like I spent so much of my life in a state not even realizing that receiver mode was a thing. Um, now let's explain more about that and then we can come back to this concept. Most achiever mode, that's the mode where most of us in Western civilization uh, hang out. That's we're about go, 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 do, do, do. We wanna get things done, we wanna succeed. We, we think about, okay, what's the next thing to do? What's the next task? We chase our happiness by uh, thinking in the future, once I get this thing, then I'll be happy. These are all symptoms of this achiever mode. Now, achiever mode isn't bad. It's not evil. It actually does great things. You can look around us and see all of the things that we've created and built that are beautiful in our society. Um, that have been done from within achiever mode. But what we are saying is uh, there is another mode that goes above and beyond and expands our capacities, increases the quality of life, brings peace and happiness and well-being and flourishing, uh, improves our relationships and like it's like once you get us started, you know, talking about receiver mode, there's so many fruits and benefits to it. So, Nate, what would you add about achiever mode first before we describe more of receiver mode? I, I think achiever mode is kind of classic. Um, we're going to get good grades. We're going to um, pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. We're going to make it happen. Um the American and dream almost. The American dream, right? Like, and it's blessed my life. It really has. Um, like hustling and scholarships and good jobs and different things like that. But the major problem is, is that it's always just me. And there's a limit to who I am. There's a limit to my capacity. There's a limit to what I can do. And if I, I'm always setting that limit in achiever mode, Ah, it, it's it's not only limited, but it, it's kind of stressful. It feels like the weight is all on me and uh, it can be scary. And I've been there. I've, like you, I've spent years there. I think being there so much increased my anxiety just a hundredfold. Like, and, and it was crushing sometimes the way I felt to, to achieve and to, to make this happen. Um. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There's there's a shadow side to achiever mode. Uh, and the shadow side is that achiever mode at its apex, like at its highest, as you lean into it, oftentimes leads to great anxiety, sometimes depression, um, a feeling of discontent, uh, sometimes emptiness, like I'm unfulfilled. Uh, we hear a lot about midlife crises, right? People like in the middle of life when they're like, I have achieved all the things that I set out to achieve and like, I am not feeling fulfilled. Maybe this next new car is going to make me feel that way or, or whatever. And that is the result of achiever mode 
without having access to receiver mode. So uh, there's even a clinical diagnosis. I read a book called The Awakened Brain by Dr. Lisa Miller that's uh, really fascinating. She talks about achiever mode. And then she uses a receiver mode. She uses the term awake awareness. Uh, I like receiver mode. Uh, we'll use that terminology as we talk about this, but she talks about uh, even clinically, um, there's a term called dysthymia. I think I'm saying it right, which means that patients feel like a, a constant discontent, low-level depression, some anxiety, some feeling like their life isn't quite measuring up to what they had hoped and the dissatisfaction. And it's just a really common thing. And in our day, with all the technology and the fast pace and, and uh, our culture, current Western culture, uh, that dysthymia is like at all-time highs. Uh, and I think we can probably all say we've all experienced dysthymia. And when we're deep into that achiever mode, uh, that's that just comes with the territory. And so we're, we're saying you don't have to give up on any of the goodness in your life. There's, in fact, just a different way to perceive reality, to, to approach life that gives you all the good things and actually takes you deeper. So, so let's talk a little bit about this receiver mode, this awake aware mode here. Yeah. Oh, receiver mode. Oh, the promised land. <laughs> uh, um, receiver mode has, has its beauties that are so hard to explain because re receiver mode exists beyond our thinking mind. And um, Nate, I, this might uh, divert us for a second. But I want you to, could you like talk about Martin Luther and Buddha's stories that kind of lead us to just this need for receiver mode and how other people have kind of got to that, uh, that space of needing it so badly? Yeah, like what we're talking about uh, in achiever mode is not a modern concept, like humans are humans and uh, they've approached life in the, this methodology for a long time. Um, who we refer to as the Buddha now, like he wasn't always like that. As you know, uh, many of you grows up in this very privileged, protected atmosphere and then notices suffering and is like this. I, 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 I need a way to solve this, to approach it. And so he falls in with a group of aesthetics who really are rigid in their approach, um, extreme calorie restriction extreme mental um, meditation to control the mind and very, very rigid. And, and he so wants uh, to, to deepen his connection and to improve. It's completely sincere. He just goes all the way in. Um, and so restricting his calories till you can just see his skeleton through his body is just absolutely emaciated. Um, and after years uh, of this, extremism comes to this point where he's like i'm no closer to to what i want and he he makes this crazy decision like he takes a shower and he accepts some some rice pudding and, and just 
nourishment and his friends actually is like you're the biggest sellout ever um you just want the soft life and they ditch him and he sits down in this classic story under the bodhi tree and he just in this nourished state begins to contemplate and receives this transformation that that takes him into being considered the buddha here the enlightened one and part of that is the this approach to life that he calls the the middle path and that is not an extreme this side or this side, but just this way to be centered and to receive the goodness rather than trying to self-create it right there. It's this crazy thing that happens. And, and of course, that that's ancient. We see this in Taoism with, with the Wu Wei or the flow that they talk about, the, the, the path, the flow there. But, but it's not just in Eastern thought, like Martin Luther goes through the same thing. Um, and, and he is, oh, he wants to be good, right? Like he goes to law schools, not loving that. And so he decides after this converting experience, uh, some lightning bolts come and like God's speaking to him. So he, he becomes this priest and he tries to be the best priest he can. He studies, he learns languages, he's intelligent, like he goes all in, he goes combing through his memory to think about every bad thing he has ever done, and he seeks to confess it and do penance, and he is sincere. And I have personally been there in my spiritual life, thinking about all the errors I have made and trying to make restitution and just grinding through, and it ends up, he's miserable. And this is vulgar, but he's constipated and his stomach hurts and and his body is just in pain trying to achieve it. And he has this moment. He says it is in the outhouse as he is constipated. He has this moment where he realizes that Jesus came down to this outhouse of a world is how he describes it. Um, and, And he's like, and Jesus came down in this moment to transform me. I don't need to do this anymore. And for him, it was this switch that moves him into receiver mode. And it doesn't turn him into a perfect person, but you see this change in him that relishes connection with people and with eating food and that, and just life becomes more savory here for him. And for me personally, like I've had this moment for me, it wasn't immediate like Buddha or Luther, and I'm still going through it, I feel like, but it went from the this feeling of deep anxiety and achievement to receiving um, light and energy and power, and it's transformative and real, and that's why I'm a straight-up evangelist for this, like a, a, a <laughs> preacher of this, like I, I, I care about what works, and this is, this has changed my enjoyment of life, and, and so I'm with Martin and I'm with Buddha on this here. Is that where you wanted me to go, or is that too deep? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Like, and this is this is amazing to me how many different paths kind of converge into this space of receiver mode. Uh, You gave examples from, uh, you know, from Buddha and Taoism and Christianity, and even science has paths that are showing this. I, I talked about that book by Dr. Lisa Miller, and she uh, points out that there is, in our physiology, there is a part of our brain that 
if we don't have some type of practice that opens us up into this receiver mode, there's a part of our brain that is thin, that is thin, that needs to have this spiritual practice, or as we, you and I would call it transformative practice, um, that opens us up into this new way of being, this speed mode don't take that wrong, but this new, this new way of uh, living life, not faster, but actually slower, but then it gets us into a new, more beautiful space. And science is showing this, like they're showing that people that take time for meditation, for spiritual practice, for transformative practice, actually find way more fulfillment in life, way more success in life, that uh, satisfaction and love and relationships and peace just happen. And this is science. This is borne out by that path as well. And it's all converging around this need for us as humans to learn to enter receiver mode. We all need it, every last one of us, because achiever mode is just going to leave us, lead us to what you described, Nate, that anxiety, that feeling of like, we're never going to get there. We're never enough. And it is not healthy physically, emotionally, spiritually for us. We got to get to this receiver mode. That's why I'm so pumped that we are uh, talking about this. So so basically all the practices that, that we try and take you through are to get you into this space, right? And so like you mentioned before, there, there's kind of multiple pr- things that will do it. And, and practice, the more you, you try, the more you practice, the better you're going to get. And so we're going to try and use a variety of thought experiments, uh, a variety of physical things we can do, and a variety of practices to get to this place. Absolutely. And it's got to be practice. This isn't uh, to enter receiver mode isn't something that you learn about. And then you're like, okay, now I know about it. Now I can do it at will. That would be just a knowledge uh, based thing. This is practice based. It's experiential. It's something that we have to learn to do because our minds And you've heard us talk about our egoic minds, but our egoic minds don't know how to get into receiver mode. They actually can't understand it. In fact, our egoic mind resists receiver mode because our our ego wants to do everything itself. It wants to like achieve us into um, greatness. It wants us to get into a space of recognition where we feel special, where Uh, And so achiever mode, our thinking mind isn't going to get us there. We have to get beyond the thinking mind, beyond the egoic mind, or else we can't access it. And that's why we hit the dead end, because the thinking mind cannot think us out of the thinking mind. Um, Which sounds deep, but, but really just try out. And you'll feel it like that. That's what you, you got to do. You got to try the practice and you will sense it. You will feel it. So it, it, if that's like seeming abstract to you, just try it out and sense it here. Right? Yeah. yeah. And and even remember times in your life where you've tasted this. Um, I bet that all of us have had experiences when you entered a space beyond your thinking mind and you tasted receiver mode. 
uh, it might have been a, a time when you were in deep awe for something. Um, you you saw like for me, it's the night sky looking up at the stars and thinking about the vastness of that. Sometimes I just enter this awe moment that is beyond thinking. And uh, all of a sudden, not just the sky, but everything around me becomes beautiful, sacred. I feel connection I've, because it's beyond me and my mind can't grasp it. And so I, I get a taste of that. Um, other times I've tripped into it in religious contexts where I feel really close to, to God and I just feel love and peace and um, that's been a beautiful uh, path to it for me. And other times it's, other times it just hits me like uh, Buddhists call it a satori, a moment where you just briefly awaken and you look around you and everything is, you're connected to everything. You're uh, awake to the sacredness of life in this current moment. And sometimes I don't even know how I got there. I just am there and uh, it's a beautiful thing. Sometimes it's just seeing my kids sleeping at night in their bed and all of a sudden I'm in Satori and I'm in receiver mode and I'm like how could anything be better than this moment right and you become fully present and the now transforms into a heavenly experience and that that is receiver mode and what we are trying to say here is it isn't something that you just stumble into you can practice your way into like learning to enter receiver mode um, like consistently in your life. Uh, you can do it by these transformative practice we're teaching and you can do it, get to the point where you'll just recognize, oh, I'm in achiever mode right now. I need a moment. And there, there are quick things that you can learn to do once you experience this that help you add achiever mode to um or add receiver mode to your current achiever mode that you that we all get caught in so let's jump in and, and let's practice together here whether you're watching or whether you're listening uh and just me and you maybe we'll do it here together <laughs> but um let, let's do some things that can can get us in it and we can both uh, talk us through here you and uh, tucker and i but here's what I want you to do if you're listening or if you're watching. I want you to just take a deep breath in and just arrive to this moment. Okay, just deep breath in. And sometimes it even helps to sigh. I know it sounds weird, but try it out. Just ah. Now just relax your shoulders, relax your face, and just be here. So Tucker, now that we're, we're here a little bit more centered, a little bit more here, what would you say is the next step we can take to, to go to receiver mode here? Yeah, another thing I like to do is just uh, take in my surroundings. Um, use some of my five senses that are a gift to get me in the present moment, right? Like look around, use, uh, use the sight, just notice colors, notice um, textures notice different uh, types of matter around you. And we're not trying to engage the thinking mind to think about those things. We're just observing them, noticing them, 
appreciating them, even connecting to them without thinking too much and getting caught up with thinking about them. But that observation mode is really important. So use your sight first for a moment. Now let's do the same with hearing. Notice different sounds you're hearing. And something I like to do is that, that really works for me, but might not work for others is I like to notice the negative version of what are, whatever I'm perceiving, like notice the silence around you. And visually notice the space. And then you might use your other senses, just smells. What are you sensing through smell around you? And taste. And then finally, touch. You probably haven't noticed what you're touching during this conversation, but take a minute to notice that. Like, feel your clothes, feel objects around you. Just take a minute to become alive through the sense of touch. Even to sense this, the weight of gravity keeping you securely tethered here to the earth in your feet or in your seat or in your back there. Just sense that. And then after I spend some time there, Nate, um, I like to just close my eyes and then transition from the outside world to the inner world. So let's close our eyes and start to observe inside. Notice any tension in your body. Are there muscles that are contracted? Is there anything that you're feeling physically that you could relax and just relax and let go of any tension that you're feeling anywhere in your body? And sometimes it works just to go from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet and just scan through in a wave and relax and release those points as you go through. Then you may want to attend to your thoughts after you attended to your body. Just watch them. You don't try and fix them or change them. Just relax and let them go by and release. Just observe your thoughts as you're in this inner state here for a minute. And see if as you observe them, you can get it to a place of stillness. 
like after a pebble is dropped in a pond, the ripples go out and it restills just still. And as this is a new space, it's our minds are programmed to just think, 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 go, go, go. So don't get frustrated with yourself if you get caught away in a thought, thinking about something, something you need to do, somewhere else you need to be. That achiever mode is so ingrained in us. But just gently come back to stillness if you find your mind being drawn away somewhere else. The path to receiver mode is about letting go. So just gently let go, compassionately let go of those thoughts, come back towards stillness. Then you may want to observe the life within your body and just feel your entire body, the energy, the electricity, the, the sensation, the tingle of being alive. Just feel the life inside of your body and be open to it. It works particularly for me if I visualize opening up around my heart and relaxing that space around my heart and opening up to receive. So just sense your body and open up to good things here. Now, because our minds are kind of born and raised and, and couched in achiever mode, you might have questions that come to you as often have to me. What am I supposed, what's supposed to be happening? What am I supposed to be doing right now? And the doing is opening up. It's letting go. It's receiving don't feel like you're supposed to be having a certain experience because that could click you back into achiever mode, but just receive and accept what is without needing it to be any different than it is. And trust that it's happening. So you could sit here for an extended amount of time. You could pause this if you want and continue to practice here. Um, As you come back out, maybe take a deep breath, mm -hmm. open your eyes slowly, look back around 
and just come back to this place and be with us here. All right, Tucker, what final thoughts would you give us here? Oh, first of all, um, I hope, I hope, I hope that um, that receiver mode is something I hope moments in your life have come back to you when you've tasted receiver mode. I mean, they've been coming back to me as, as we've talked and, and I hope that uh, this mode, like we started with that scooter is something that, uh, that we can unlock more by slowing down, by letting go, by practicing. We're not going to get there by thinking ourselves into it. You don't just believe yourself into it either. You need to practice and, and so that it opens up and that new space of life becomes a reality for you. So I just am so grateful that uh, we've had this chance to talk about this and that everybody listening is trusted enough to give us this time. And uh, we hope we can be of help to you in finding this receiver mode. And so Nate and I are super passionate about this. And we've got this website, Transform the Now. We are going to put a mini class on this website about receiver mode that will help you continue to understand and practice obtaining this receiver mode. And I want you to just take a second uh, to think about how could life be? What would change for me if um, I can live life in receiver mode as uh, as part of my job, whatever job you have, or as, as a parent? as a spouse, as a child, as a friend, as a every single role that we have in life, if you live it in achiever mode, it's going to lead you into that space. You can obtain wonderful things and it's a blessing, but if we can add to it achieve uh, receiver mode, it will be infused with additional inspiration, even revelation, even um, peace and connection, you will have abilities beyond your own natural abilities because you'll be in that transformative plane where things come to you that you can't achieve on your own. And uh, it, it sounds like we're promising too much, but we're not. <laughs> like, uh, this receiver mode will transform every area of your life as we learn to uh, to practice it, to dwell in it, and to add it to the achiever mode that we all probably naturally dwell in. Yeah, and just recognize that that you're the hero of the story here. Um, and not, I'm not talking to Tucker here. I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> like you're the Frodo Baggins, man. We're, we're the the Samwise Gamgee and the Merry and Pippin. We're we're here to help you on this journey. We're we're here to support you as you walk this path, and as you move forward and take the these steps, good things are going to happen. So uh, listen, try the practices, and we'll hang out again soon. Anything else? No. So good to be with you, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thanks, friends. Goodbye.